0: Hey there. Welcome to Don't IEP Alone. I am Lisa Leitner, your host for this podcast, which I think is the only podcast devoted to helping parents navigate the IEP process. Uh, if you want more information on specifics, I have a website, a day in our shoes.com, and there's a corresponding Facebook page and Facebook group that you can take a look at and um It's a great resource. I am really proud of it. Um, And you'll find a ton of IEP information on there. But today what we are going to talk about is IEP meetings. And the question I get often, which is, this person's a pain in the ass. Can I uninvite them to the meeting? Okay. So I get it. First of all, I get it that there are, I, I I love teachers and I know that schools are trying to do for the most part are trying to do the best that they can with what they have but you are still always going to have a person here and there you encounter on your journey who's just a giant pain in the ass and who really does work to make things more difficult for you um, I don't know maybe it's their ego um, maybe it's Who knows? If you've listened to previous podcasts, you know that I do not try to assume intent. So I don't know why people do what they do. Um, I focus on the facts. And the facts might be that this person is uh, an overbearing presence at your IEP meetings. The facts might be that this person tends to disagree with just about everything you say and do at an IEP meeting and so on and so on so can you uninvite them or exclude them from the meeting short answer is no i'm sorry you cannot you can you cannot um if you look under IDEA as far as IDEA is very specific as far as who they request or who they require at an IEP meeting, Um, an LEA, a regular ed teacher, a special ed teacher, and so on. But there's also that clause in there about anyone who has knowledge specific to this child or something like that. I don't have it in front of me. I don't know their exact wording. But basically, there's a clause in there that says, you know, anyone who has knowledge about this child can come to the meeting. So that would include most school district personnel. They can say, hey, this person works for the district. So that's why they're at the meeting. The exception to this would be an attorney. And if they're bringing an attorney to the meeting, I would stop the meeting right then and there and say, you know, we're not having this meeting right now because, um, because your attorney's here. Either the attorney gets uninvited or I will return with my attorney. Um, I've only once allowed a school district attorney to attend an IEP meeting. And the reason was this. Um, It was an unusual situation, and the child had an attorney. The child was in the foster care system. And the child had an attorney... And the child also had a GAL, which is a guardian ad litem. And the guardian ad litem adv- is, is an attorney, but they also are an advocate just in, in life, not just in the IEP process, but when, when a child's in the foster care system, um, they get a GAL. And this person advocates for what is in the best interest of the child because what the child wants and what is in their best interest May not be the same thing. So the child's attorney. Who was appointed by the court as well. Because the child was in the foster care system. The attorney. Argues for what the child wants. The GAL. Argues for what is in the child's best interest. Point is. My client. Who was the child. Um. Already had two attorneys. Sitting there. On his side of the table. Um. He was a young kid, and but there were two attorneys there. Even though they weren't special ed attorneys, um, the the school district said just given the unusual circumstances that they wanted, you know, their solicitor there. Again, I had two attorneys on my side of the table, so I wasn't particularly concerned, and I allowed it. Um, the child allowed it, I should say, but I didn't. I didn't protest or see anything wrong with it. If you show up to a meeting and there's an attorney there, I personally would not, would not stay. Um, so can you excuse people from your meeting um, or, or uninvite them? I, my professional advocacy advice is that your time and energy is better spent trying to overcome them than trying to exclude them. So if you know how difficult this person is and, um, you know, you should just have your data ready for what you're going to ask for at the meeting. Um, you should, you know, again, I, if you start to exclude them or start the process to try to exclude them, then, that's just going to be what the discussion is about then. It's going to be about whether or not you can, and they're going to say, well, we can invite someone, and you're going to say, well, this person has nothing positive to offer, blah, blah, blah. And the focus is going to be on that issue rather than on your child. Um, and if you are comfortable enough to speak up and say, you know what, I don't want Mr. Smith at this meeting because... If you're comfortable enough to, to speak out against that, then you should be comfortable enough to step out of your comfort zone in a meeting and kind of call them out on their bullshit if they're giving you bullshit. Um, you know, if they're saying things that just aren't true or, you know, whatever the case may be, if you're comfortable enough to uninvite them, then be comfortable enough to call them out and have your data and have your facts to support whatever it is. You know that the your issue is with them, um, and take it from there. Because again, there's that clause if they have knowledge of the child. But you know, hey, to to that end, um, that includes parents too. So you're allowed to bring people who are knowledgeable about the child too. So if that includes their home behavior team, or um. You know, if they have a counselor or a psychologist or, you know, anyone who is willing to, um, to stand up for your child, at an IEP meeting and be on your side, um, you know, you're allowed to take them too. So do that. Just don't make it, don't make it a circus. Um, my advice is always to leave grandparents at home. Grandparents are, um, well-intended but that's about it and I found them to be um, unfortunately much a distraction much of the time so can you exclude people I wouldn't um you you don't have a lot of legal backing on that and you're going to spend more time on that than you are getting your child's needs met on the IEP so there you go Lisa Leitner with your tip for the day Tune in next time.